Uh, hello and welcome to Simply Technical. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Evan. Keaton is here with me What's uh, up? as your other host consistently. Uh, <laughs> but welcome back. It's been been a little bit since we've recorded, so got to get back in the swing of things. Going to start posting. Posting quite a bit more. Posting quite a bit more. We got some series in the works. Um, some guests in the works. Some people that are excited to be on. Uh, but here we are, and we're going to talk about vacation, actually, and a vacation that we've both been on. I say vacation, uh, but going to Europe. Yeah. Traveling to Europe. Europe trip. You were on study abroad, though. Yes, I went, <laughs> I went on a study abroad trip with OC. Uh, it was in 2016, so about eight weeks of travel, and it was it was great. I was there on vacation for three weeks with my family. It was also great. Most yeah. people don't like to go on vacation with their family, but <laughs> I love my family, so <laughs> unlike other people, you never know. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, so we started out landing in Rome. Yeah. Went up to, what is it, uh, Venice, and where's the David shoot? I'm blanking actually now that we're recording. The David statues in Florence. And uh, uh, Florence and Venice is the two cities, other cities we went in Italy. Made our way up into Germany and went to Munich. Uh, picked up a car, actually. So we drove in Europe. Yeah. Uh, which is actually our travel agent warned against, but he was all for that is it. That wild. <laughs> um, definitely don't want to drive in anywhere in Italy. Uh, yeah, no. Especially Rome. <laughs> you, go, you go to Rome, it's like the traffic is insane, and they drive like maniacs over they, there. Uh, but everywhere else yeah. seemed fine. Yeah. Uh, then from there, we went into Switzerland, drove through the Alps. I uh, went to a couple, di- couple different cities, um, and there went in, uh, saw, actually, backtrack a little bit into Germany, saw a couple castles. Yeah. Um, went into uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands, right? And then went on, took a, dropped off our car and took a train to Paris, actually. Well, that's a, and then flew That's out. a busy trip for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> so we didn't stay besides Paris. Besides Paris and Rome, we didn't stay anywhere more than one night. Yeah. So, I mean, very fast traveling. Yeah. So if you uh, were recommending, say someone just had a week, what would you say out of your trip, you got to hit these three spots, these are your th- top I liked three spots. Paris, but it wasn't, I don't think was on the top. Yeah. I wouldn't say, um, like I said, I liked it. It was fine. Very busy, very fast paced, but it's not something I would necessarily recommend. Um, to everyone, uh, I mean, it rained while we were there, so it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, um, I definitely say like driving through Switzerland was just yeah, fantastic. that's something everyone needs to do is or take a train through Switzerland. Either one of those is, and you make a couple stops. Yeah, um, but that's that's a must. It's expensive. It's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. It's probably the most expensive country there. It, I think it's one of the most expensive countries in the world. Like the you'll world? pay you will pay fifty bucks for an a. A meal. Subpar to average meal. <laughs> uh, I think with a car, we had to pay, I think, $20 just to enter the country Yeah. Um, to get some sticker. Um, and then Germany was pretty laid back. I'd say that was the other. And then Florence and Rome would probably be my next ones. Yeah. Those are the top three, I would say. Yeah. Um, if you're going to go anywhere, I'd say Rome. There's so much to see in Rome, so much to do. Yeah. Which includes the Vatican. Yeah. Um, and all those Roman 
uh, sites, basically, with you know the stuff you learned about in the history books with the Forum and um, the Colosseum and the aqueducts, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I loved about Rome. It was, I mean, it's hectic over there, but it, it was incredible to see all that history in one spot. Yeah, there's so much. Um, it's it's actually pretty well preserved. Yeah. Um, and we we hired actually a tour guide. Yeah. In Rome, our travel agent recommended, and I would recommend getting a travel agent, especially somebody maybe not like a necessarily huge company, but somebody that's on their own. Yeah. Um, he has been in Europe probably 15, 20 times. And so he knows like local tour guides. And so we hired oh, yeah. a tour guide for, I think it was like a hundred dollars the day. Yeah. And some of the stuff we got to cut the line, like going into the Coliseum, there's a long line to get in oh, to yeah. buy tickets. Yeah. Uh, he knew a place to buy the tickets somewhere else. So we went there bought them. And then we traveled, uh, traveled around in a taxi and we got to cut the lines because he had a tour guide pass basically got to cut the line and then we show him our tickets and we go in and he gives us yeah. the, the rundown of the Coliseum and there's not a lot of fact about I say fact a lot of people don't know what's definite with the Coliseum so some people say that the Coliseum parts of it fell because of uh, war other people say it fell because of an earthquake you know so there's some some of that stuff we don't really know about it might yeah, not have been super I, well documented, but I remember whenever we were on our tour down there, they talked about how the Coliseum was covered. It was marble. Mm-hmm. It was marble walls, and then people just stripped it of it because marble is extremely valuable. That's a lot of money. So that's a, another reason a lot of it's gone. Ruin, yeah, gone. I mean, it's still fantastic to look at. Yeah, amazing to see how they built it. Because um, I mean, you know, they don't have cranes. They don't have modern technology to help move these Man. huge massive stones aliens aliens maybe that's something else we need to look <laughs> at is the pyramids um, and then they put metal spikes in their columns so that they could like stack the rocks better yeah. so they wouldn't shift that's crazy um, just like I mean I, I guess obviously the Romans were known for their you liked the engineering the aspect engineering, of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, aqueducts are the same same, yeah. same way uh, those are uh, just some great, great things to look at. Great history. Uh, I think there's a palace that we looked at in Rome. It's kind of close to the Forum. I think it's a palace. Uh, a huge house, I think, or for Caesar or whatever. Uh, was just you know had fountains and stuff in it, yeah. which was crazy to me as well. But uh, what would you asked my top three places or top places? What would you recommend? <laughs> oh man. Uh... So I went to quite a few spots, but my top three, I would have to say um, Vienna. Vienna is where we were home-based, so that's I'm biased, and I spent the most amount of time there, but it's an amazing city. The music is, is incredible, and at the time, I didn't really appreciate being in, you know, mm-hmm. Mozart and all those compo- great composers, uh, uh, I guess, midst, pretty much, but it's everywhere, and and I I really wanted to go back with uh, my wife on our honeymoon. We unfortunately unfortunately we weren't able to make it to Vienna. Unfortunately, but, we only went to Greece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went to we went to Greece, but but uh, I I really wish that when I was in Vienna, I would have appreciated the music aspect of it more. But besides that, there's just there's a ton of stuff to do. It's a it's a you can tell the population there there is pretty young. It's a touristy place, but 
also they've got a bunch of residents and so this is Vienna correct this is Vienna okay, okay, yeah. yeah so they had a like a carnival style uh, amusement park which is a lot of fun you pay on the, for the rides as you go which which was really cool like that's something that you feel like is sort of like from like the 70s or something that's kind of what it felt like it felt older which is neat and then there's just a ton of other museums and art over there that's fantastic and so I'd say that was probably my favorite or second favorite place and then the next place I would recommend that's smaller and less known but it's starting to become a big touristy hotspot was Lucerne Switzerland it was it was a really beautiful place it's a it's a it's a picturesque lake in in Switzerland that's against the mountains and it's mm-hmm. I I mean it's just a really good great place to spend a couple days it's I there's not like a ton of activities to do there but it's a just pretty spot that uh I feel like if you want to just relax and hang out in Switzerland it's the it's the ideal spot and then for my third one I am a bit torn between a couple places I'm my uh or I'm kind of torn between three so so I did go on the study abroad trip and then I also recently got back from Europe uh on a from from my honeymoon honeymoon with my wife down in Santorini Greece which was amazing like I mean that's by far the prettiest place I've been to the best place I've been to um it's it's extremely touristy especially it's the like picturesque white white house buildings on the on the volcano and you see the sunset and I mean it's beautiful but uh it's pretty touristy so that was really my only downside to it and it's also very expensive which was another downside to it so to, for me I would go back but I'm, I'm not going to go back for a long long time so I don't know if I'd put that in my top three for returning but but for if I was to go back soon I'd probably go to go to Florence or London mm-hmm. London surprised me because I, I I went into study abroad expecting London to be like me America with crappy food <laughs> and weird accents <laughs> and weird accents nice accents but uh, America with crappy food and I was very pleasantly surprised because while the food did suck I think the food is awful there but the uh there's so much there it's it's like it's incredible to see the uh, Britain's so small, right? Yeah, the UK is or, just a tiny. I mean, it's I mean it's not tiny, but it's a small island and comparative. Yeah, yeah compared to where we're from, but uh, London is just fascinating. You, there's so much history there. There's you used to start out. You start out and see you see Westminster, you see Big Ben, you see um, Buckingham Palace, all crammed within. You know. Just a square like a mile. couple miles of yeah. each other, and you we could you could walk to it in a day. Like we we walked like everywhere, and on the first day, and then there's a Saint Paul's Cathedral, which was incredible. I mean, the architecture is like that's it's unseen anywhere. I mean, obviously Oklahoma doesn't have <laughs> the best architecture in the world, but it. So I'm not I I don't have a great comparison to it, but to me it was the most fascinating architecture in the world. Hmm. Uh, and then just that. So you sit, you sit in London. You're on the Westminster side. There's a bridge that crosses over, and it's like a juxtaposition between modern society and the historical society. So there's all these high rises, just just across the river, hmm. across from the the incredibly like historic uh, 
Westminster, St. Paul's, Big Ben, all the classic London English hotspots. So that was fascinating. And then the the British Museum is the best museum I've ever been to. It's it's incredible. The ancient Egyptian relics and all the I mean they have so much in there. You could spend you could spend days in that place. Unfortunately, on our trip, we were only able to like spend a couple hours, which was probably the biggest bummer of the entire trip. So I'd love to go back and do that again. And then my other place that I was torn between uh, was Florence. Florence is also like Vienna. It's it's a and London. It's a historic. Mm-hmm. There's incredible architecture, but it's more like Vienna in the fact that Florence is the when while Vienna is the city of music Florence is the city of art so you see you know the David statue the Uffizi museum you, you see the Duermo uh, wait what is it i forgot what the uh, big cathedral there is called i think it's the Duermo it's been a while but i mean it's it's an incredibly artistic city and it's all cram packed in just like less than a mile it's it's incredible and the food there the food in Italy is the best food in the world, I, in my opinion. They feed you so much, and it's... I, I don't know anywhere else in the world where it's normal to have two entrees. You start out with a pasta, and then you get, like, a steak or a, a heavy beef meal after that, which I I loved that. <laughs> it was incredible. But, yeah, out of those... I mean, out of everywhere I've been, those Vienna, London, Florence, and Lucerne... Are the two are the places I would definitely return to, and Santorini is the place I would love to return to if it was a little bit cheaper. <laughs> but maybe maybe one day. Maybe when their economy crashes yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, but Greece's economy is pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe it's expensive because it's so touristy, and they're trying yeah, to they're capitalize. Tr- they're trying to cap. I mean, it, you're you're on the middle. You're in the middle of an island. You you have to take a plane that's. A thirty-minute plane ride from Athens to the island. It's, I mean, it's tiny. Like we stayed on the on the Ea side, which is the picture, the famous side, the the famous uh, part of the island, which is all white and and beautiful and faces the sunset and all that. And then, but actually, surprisingly, we really enjoyed that. But we might have enjoyed the second half of our trip better when we went to the opposite side of the island on the black sand beach. Uh, called Kamari. Hmm. We, we liked it more. I, I mean, it, I'm kind of torn between the two. I think Kamari was more enjoyable because it was less busy. It wasn't as pretty over there, but it was less busy, and the locals were so friendly to us. We would we'd be walking down, and all these dudes are just trying to get us to come into the restaurant. So all they have are there's just lines, restaurants lining the beach. And all these guys are like trying to get you to conv- convince you to come to their restaurant. Like, we'll give you a deal. We'll give you a deal. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a uh, free wine, free wine. And finally, we'd be like, okay, how about free wine and uh, free dessert? They'd be like, okay, come in, come in. So we would get we got every single meal we had on the Kamari side, which was three days. We got free wine or free dessert or free uh, appetizers. Usually, usually, two of the three. Wow, it was incredible. And they give you. I mean, they're not like light on the wine they'll give you 500 mils which is two-thirds of a normal bottle wow <laughs> so, so, so it was so keaton and his wife were a little tipsy the whole trip it was, it was a good time it was, <laughs> it was cool uh, yeah that's uh i never even i mean i've always heard greece was you know fantastic but yeah. i never never knew anyone that went so yeah yeah if the my biggest 
down side of Greece is the uh, we spent a day in Athens, and the transportation there is not like the rest of Europe. It is rough. It <laughs> is the rest of Europe is very interconnected. Uh, the uh, infrastructure of the cities is incredible, and maybe I was just missing missing it in Athens because it was a more hectic city. It's kind of like Rome. It was, it's very hectic, a little bit poorer than Rome. Um, I might have just been missing the public transportation, but we we pay $50 just to get from the airport to our hotel. Then we had to pay $50 more the next morning to get from the hotel to the airport. And it's not even a long drive. It's a, hmm. I mean, it's like 15 miles. I mean, it took 45 minutes because there's traffic, but it's not yeah. like an insane drive. And huh. So that was a pain, but... I, if if you can avoid Athens and you don't care to see the histor- history of it, which I really care to see it, but it was hard to get to, so we didn't end up quite getting to see everything we wanted to in, Ath- in Athens, but I would avoid going back there if I, if I could do it again. Just because of how hectic it was? Just because of how much money the transportation was. I mean, we I added it up. In the end, it was like... Uh, I think we spent three hundred bucks on taxis and buses, and then and then we only spent two and a half days there. Like wow! And I I, I mean that's more than hundred dollars a day. Yeah, in Greece you you can't get around. I mean in in Vienna or Germany you can kind of get around the language barrier just a little bit because I mean some of the words relate and it's a more German is a more common language and most of them speak English. But in Greece, man, they they have a very different language that is an ancient <laughs> an ancient language and it's unlike there's no relation to what we how we talk there's the words are not the same and so it got confusing and it wasn't worth it and it's such a sketchy place because their economy is just was trashed within yeah. i mean not i don't even remember how long it was because it's like at least within the past six or seven years i think yeah i don't know when they when their ec- economic downturn was, it was but, it, but it's pretty rough there like it, you wouldn't want to walk around at night. That's how I felt. But well, I mean, everywhere else. I mean, my family and I, we walked around. I was always very weary because I've always heard horror stories. Of yeah, yeah. People getting stuff stolen. But. Yeah, they. There's definitely a lot of thieves in Europe. I actually, I think, I was almost a victim of one in in Rome. Uh, there was an old lady who, it was. I mean, it was like you. You just have to go to Rome in the middle of the summer. It's like a hundred degrees and it's humid down there. This old lady just like passes out, passes out, uh, and I went to go help her with some water, and I see these two guys come right behind me, and they ended up not doing anything because I had my backpack strapped on my chest, and so they just left. So I'm assuming they were going to rob me because later on, I saw the exact same lady pass out, out the exact same way, and <laughs> no one went to help her. <laughs> so <laughs> so she, she's a frequent pass yes. out. <laughs> she, is, she is the uh, decoy there. I mean, I always kept my hands in my pockets. I always, like, was very observant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care if I look like a nerd. I'll wear the fanny pack over there. Shoot. <laughs> uh, but I've heard, like, uh, one of my friends, or our friend Seth, uh, somebody got, when he was on study abroad, somebody got their stuff stolen. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you just got to be weary. And if you're paying attention, if your head's on a swivel, they know to... I mean, avoid you to avoid you because yeah. you're at least somewhat competent. Yeah, uh, with looking around. Yeah. Um. So like, we zip tied our backpacks like the zippers together. Yeah. Um. We strap like we held them because we packed around light. your chest and it's 
You're we good. packed we packed light. But yeah, we carried everything. You know, you yeah. you get off the train and you walk the half mile or whatever to your yeah. hotel. Yeah. Um, and so you're pulling your luggage with you. So I mean, you got to be like somewhat. You know, keep your head like I said. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Um. But there in in Paris, in Rome, Florence, there was a lot of people selling stuff. <laughs> Dude, like I walking love, around right. like trying to sell us like hey, would, here's a laser pointer here's a I would mess with those guys so much they I mess with them too they, every time they'd shine the laser pointer on me I'd act like they were about to shoot me or something so I'd be freaking out and they just thought it was the funniest thing these guys are like one of one of them shines their laser pointer on me and I'm freaking out he starts laughing and he like calls his buddy over and they're all like start shining their <laughs> laser pointer on me I'm like gosh you guys suck at selling stuff <laughs> But they're they're just selling stuff, and I, I'm sure it's cheap garbage. Um, I guess that's their profession. Yeah. Because I was always kind of weary of, um, and they'll haggle with you, like you could. Oh yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if I I don't know if that's their business or they're trying to get you to like somebody to steal your stuff from behind, you know? Or no, I think it's a legit business. It's just a sucky. I think business. it's a. I think some of it's illegal. Oh really? Because like. Uh, when we were at uh, and around the Eiffel Tower, and maybe it's just in in France or maybe just in Paris, but um, when the police showed up, they all left. Like yeah, like there was no like the police would show up like every you know couple hours. And oh They really? would all just scatter. Oh yeah. So like I said, maybe it was just there. That in was certain illegal, areas they're like not allowed to. Um, but yeah, when they had laser pointers. I would always like my eyes, La Policia, <laughs> La Policia, La Policia. <laughs> like just start shouting it, and they'd like kind of run off. Um, and one guy tried to get me to buy something. He's like three. I was like, so, he's like like three euro, and I was like, no, nah, I only have I only have U.S. dollars. He's like, oh okay, three U.S. dollar, and I'm like, how about one U.S. dollar? And he's like, sure, and I was like, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you, this guy uh, was trying to get me the fake Ray Bans for 60, 60 euro, and I was like. And I really want sunglasses. Well, actually, I went up to him because I wanted sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was like 60 euro for the fake Ray-Bans. And they look real, but you feel them, and they're obviously fake. And I, I legitimately, I wasn't trying to haggle. I legitimately only had five euro. And I was like, I only have five euros. And he's like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take from anything. Si- from 60 to five. <laughs> What a bargain! Yeah, <laughs> they probably won't even. He probably just was like oh, American sixty dollars yeah. or yeah, sixty euros. That's exactly how they think. Um, I mean, I'm sure most Europeans just ignore them. And, yeah, uh, they don't. They don't pay many attention. Um, yeah, you learn to say no whenever you go to Europe. You, you can't be a yes man in Europe and you'll, survive. You'll broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but those, I mean, those places are fantastic. Uh, I would definitely see some castles. I don't know if you saw any castles. Yeah, we didn't um, necessarily see like, I I I can't remember. We didn't see any famous ones like the one in uh, uh, Germany. That's the Cinderella Castle. We didn't yeah, go to that one. Wow, I forgot what it's the, called. The um, place I remember the most castle wise was Heidelberg, which was very cool because I think New Schwanstein. Like a, I'm pretty sure is what New Schwanstein. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because um, Heidelberg was like a middle age or maybe a little bit later castle fortress area that was destroyed in world war two. And, but they, or it wasn't destroyed in world war two. It was one of the only places in Germany that survived. The whole town is still that like semi ancient. What'd you call it? Heidel- Heidelberg? Heidelberg. I think, I think that's the right one. We only spent a few hours in it. So don't, 
Uh, there was me if a, I'm wrong, but I think that's that's it. So my family went. Maybe maybe we're thinking the same place. There's a wall around the entire city called think, Rottenburg October. October Rotten Rottenburg is how Americans pronounce it. I'm sure they pronounce it slightly different. Yeah. Um, but it has a wall around the entire place. Um, and I guess the the story that they have uh, is that a U.S. general had a in World War II uh, when he was growing up, his grandma had a a picture of of Rottenburg. Oh, and he didn't want it. And he was like, oh, I don't... Like, they were going to bomb it. And there's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, don't, don't bomb it. Like, yeah. I love this city. Yeah. You know, he's never been. Yeah. He's like, I love the city like my grandmother had. Uh, so they didn't bomb it. And so that's why they say it survived. Yeah. Um, and there might be several other cities like that. Yeah. Or, or maybe not some similar uh, story, but... Um, but it has a wall around the entire place. I think some of it did get hit. Um, and they had donors pay to like help oh, rebuild. They got yeah. their name scratched on one of the bricks That's and then awesome. they helped build the, rebuild the wall. Um, if you cool. do go there, there's a night watchman tour. Oh really? Um, he like, there's a guy that dresses up as the old night, night watchman that would walk around the city. The night watch. He'd, he'd, he'd tell, uh, like this, like just stories of stuff. Yeah. Like they have their old well there that they used to, um, drown the witches in. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> old, I mean, that's what they did. Yeah. I mean, they t- they they put the witches in there and they drowned them and said, "Oh, I guess they're not witches. They drowned." <laughs> um, but there, it was a neat little town. Uh, nobody drives really. I mean, you, we drove there, but like in the city, it's small enough that nobody really drives. I mean, yeah, we had a what an hour tour, two hour tour, and we walked around the entire city basically. So um, yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, got some very nice uh, Wienerstitzel there. Um, but, I mean, I would recommend that, that town if you're in Germany. Um, it's just it's just neat. Um, but yeah, Germany's a cool also. place. What, what, Germany's what? a cool place. It has a lot of culture. Uh, as my dad described it, and I agree after going there, is it's probably the most well-rounded country. Yeah. Um, it's not super expensive. Uh, it's the most, I would say... Pretty good food. It's got pretty good food. Incredible bakery. <laughs> it's the uh, most... I, almost, I don't want to say urbanized, because it's all urbanized, but... Yeah. Um, it's the most industrial... Industrial, uh, like, working class. I mean, because, like, you go to, to Switzerland, it's going to be... Rural. Rural. It's going to be expensive. Um, but, like, Germany is going to... You know, good public transportation. Good public transportation. A lot of people speak English. Yes. Um, if you want to go to the Hofbrauer House, um, the original, you know, it's there in, I think, Munich, which is, we went to that. Um, it's not super sketchy to walk around at night. It's just a good place. Like, just like I said, yeah. well-rounded. Um, Incredible Hof- to me that when I visited Germany, how much it, the thought of how much it has to, had to change since World War Two, the idea that... Uh, I mean, that's just a generation, two generations ago, and they've already completely rebuilt this incredible country that seems, I mean, extremely inviting, Yeah, which was fascinating for me to think about. So I don't know how, what their formula is, but they did a good job. Yeah, and uh, they got a decent, at least, train system there to there to Munich, because um, I think that's, Munich is where we picked up our car, um, but... 
I don't know about the you know train system and within, but getting there from Italy was not hard. I mean, yeah, you take a couple hour train ride. Yeah, I mean Europe's a lot smaller than people realize. Oh yeah, I mean, gosh, does Texas cover like most of it? Most of it. <laughs> Alaska, Alaska covers most of it. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so I mean, you ride a train and you're like, oh, I've passed three countries. Yeah. Uh, because you know, let's see, we went from Venice to Munich. I think I said I think it's like a two-hour drive or not drive two-hour train ride. Their trains go fast. Um, I think we passed. I think Austria was on the way, or drive. Like, or I want to. I keep saying drive, but train by. I guess yeah. is the um, on a train going by. Um, watch your stuff on a train. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know who's yeah, going to steal know, it. But, but. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you have any other suggestions for uh, going to Europe? Uh, yeah, I'll give. My biggest suggestion and how uh, my wife and I were able to afford a Santorini trip at, you know, just being post-grad is uh, credit card hacking, I guess is what it's called, is what the podcast I heard it about, heard about it from, calls it. So pretty much there's a, uh, there's certain credit cards that have incredible travel rewards and the credit card that I got, we both got one each, was the Chase uh, Sapphire Preferred, and then you meet this minimum spend. I think it's like $4,000 in three months, and obviously, it is bad financial advice to go spend $4,000 on something, but to say you have certain uh, expenses that you needed to buy, like a ring or like a like car payment, you can meet most of that cost, or you can meet more than that cost in one purchase. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to be making that purchase anyways, you might as well do get the cards. Cause at that point you get the, you hit the 4,000 and then you have, it gives you, I think 60,000 points that you can easily book a flight for free to Europe. That, that'll that pay for it there and back. I think it's about 32,000 there for a flight there and then 32 back. I can't remember exactly. And so both of us were able to do that and we had to, crap ton of points and so if I was to give any advice I'd say listen to the podcast choose FI episode 9 they talk about this way 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 more in depth and they have like a list of cards and they're not just trying to sell you crap it's it's legit as long as you pay back your credit card immediately and you're not getting into debt you are you only have things to gain from a credit card so that's my advice Dave Ramsey isn't completely (laughs) right but he is right in the case that you don't pay back your credit card. If you don't pay back your credit card, it is not worth 60,000 points <laughs> because 4,000 will build up to, say you don't pay for a year, gosh, that's at a 20% interest is what? I, 20% interest, yikes. Yeah, yeah, it's like 4,800 after a year. They've already lost $800 two years and you've lost even more. You've lost the value of the flight easily. So pay your card back right on time before, before your monthly... Uh, you're, don't pay the minimum. Just don't accumulate any interest, and you'll be fine. And w- listen to that podcast because that podcast will enable you to travel pretty much for free if you plan your expenses correctly. Flight-wise, at least. Flight-wise, yes. But you can also book hotels oh, through okay. it. But it's not as good. The uh, value add isn't quite as good from for a hotel versus a plane. You'll get a lot more value out of a flight. Okay. And maybe a Europe trip is perfect for that because if you're flying between two, maybe you're flying around Europe, you know, for whatever reason, and then you're flying yeah. back to the United States. 
Yeah, and Chase has his partners with basically every single airline, so you can transfer those points easily. And then we're trying to probably, I think in December of this year, so pretty much a year from now, we're going to try to get the Southwest Rewards program with our Chase credit card, which at the moment, at the time, is if you meet X amount of points you in a year span, you can have you can take any person on a Southwest flight for free for an entire calendar year. So if wow. you hit it like in you if you hit it right at the beginning of January, like if you timed it right, you'd have a full year of flights for free for one person. Wow. So that's the that's the future goal. If you listen to that podcast, they talk about it way more and they give you the whole strategy on how to do it. Check them out. Yeah. Keaton's endorsing them. So I am endorsing <laughs> them. It's a great podcast, especially for uh learning a little bit about personal personal finance. So maybe we'll do a personal finance. I'm in a Dave Ramsey class, so <laughs> uh, maybe we can talk about it. But, yeah. Um I'd say Europe is awesome, once in a lifetime trip. Yeah. Uh, unless you're just rich. Um uh, I mean, try to hit as much as you can, see some castles, see historical things that you learned about growing up, um, you know, whether that's Greece or Rome, uh, all the different, just different aspects of it, uh, just fantastic, don't get your stuff stolen, pay attention, um, and enjoy, I mean, just enjoy yep. your trip, I mean, yeah. Um, the plane ride does kind of stink a little bit. Yeah. Uh, being young, it wasn't too bad because just recovery time a little up, bit. Pumped yeah. up to get there, honestly. Um, but I know I fell asleep at the Vatican So, because that was our first stop. We got off the plane, checked into the hotel, and went to the Vatican, and I fell asleep outside. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. Vatican's right next to – I say Vatican. St. Peter's Basilica. I fell, I fell asleep outside the front, Yeah. and a priest got onto me. <laughs> or somebody got on a bishop. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about the higher. I think it was the Pope. The Pope, yeah, walked outside and said, "Hey, stop sleeping at St. Peter's Basilica. Have some respect." Is what he said. This is St. Peter's Basilica. Have some respect. I was like, "Oh my gosh, welcome to Europe." I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I just got off a freaking plane." <laughs> Dang, that's awesome. Uh, but anyways, uh, if you don't have anything else, then that's it for me. Uh, thanks, guys. I know it was a shorter episode, but uh, like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We're on Instagram now. Yep. Uh, Facebook, uh, share us, tell your friends. If you learn something or if somebody's thinking about doing a Europe trip, you know, let them know. Yeah. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. So thanks so yep. much for stopping by. This has been Simply Technical.